there's an In-N-Out right by our theater. So everybody goes to In-N-Out. So I'm we're in there and we're doing our warm ups and stuff like that. I'm with the I, I, I'm with my team. I'm yeah, like in yeah, and out. Yeah. Yeah. And then these car full of black dudes come up. Oh no. <laughs> like they're in and out. And I'm sitting there and then I lock eyes with one of them and they're looking at me like Nigga, what are you doing? I'm yeah. like, man, I'm just trying to get mine, homie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't judge me. Divers- <laughs> diversify my bonds and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey guys, I'm gonna sit this one out. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna sit over here. B A N, and they seem dry. By all right, never mind. <laughs> Damn, that's some willful ignorance for your ass. Uh, willful ignorance. A decision in bad faith to avoid becoming informed about something so as to avoid having to make undesirable decisions that such information might prompt. Now your host. George and Kabaza. Uh, like the way we did the podcast was kind of his idea. Yeah. And I thought it was a good idea. So we started doing it. Yeah. And then we record, like, we got. What's it like, called? Um, the DMZ. It's the militarized zone. So it's two vets. And then we talked to uh, a civilian. Yeah. And, you know, we just chop it up. And, you know, yeah. he talks about what he thinks about the military and all this stuff like that. Yeah. And we do things. We took, we cover everything from a civilian military's perspective. Yeah. yeah. Just to knock down, you know, because people think that veterans think this way, and people think the civilian veterans think civilians feel this way. Nah, it's, I think it depends where you came from. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, you go to the military and definitely have what people would assume is the stereotypical, super patriotic type of whatever America says military. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like those those guys, and there are those guys. Yeah. There are all those guys, and then you have. Are we uh, doing a podcast right now? Oh, we're just talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just waiting until... That's how we started anyway. <laughs> yeah, it was starting mid-conversation. That's how it started. All, and, then it, and then it ends. It ends mid-conversation. So I'm just waiting until George gets here, because he's yeah. supposed to be here at 4.30. Oh, and he's a veteran. So there we go. I'm not. I'm a civilian. But he was, he's a veteran as well. There's, you said, I'm not. I'm a civilian. I'm a, yeah, I'm not. I'm a civilian. Oh, there he is. Almost here. 4.30. No, I am... Um, Most uh, of the people I know served in the military... Or went to prison. Most people hang out with. Uh, <laughs> served military, went to prison. Same thing. They served. Yeah, <laughs> time they served. served. They they served. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> There's a fucking war. One served. They served country both ways. Yeah. One was cheap labor, and the other one mm-hmm. was cheaper labor. Yeah, is what it was. <laughs> 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 and no, everybody but, almost got killed. Yeah, pretty much. No, for, for real. You, Jake, the guy coming over here, George, another good friend of mine, Raul, all comedians. Uh, Edward, he went to prison for like seven years. Another friend of mine who I'm not supposed to say because nobody knows he went to prison, went to prison for a few years. No. And so it's like, everybody, and oh, and he was in the military. He was in the military and went to prison, so both. No. no so no, uh, He re-enlisted. With yeah, the, <laughs> he re-enlisted with the, and it's, it's funny how he compares a lot of the stuff that he went through in prison as far as the how he woke up and the jobs he had to do and he compares it to a lot of the stuff he did in the military yeah military prepares you for fucking prison Does or it? jail yeah or yeah yeah you fit right in oh yeah you fit right in and you that's got to be like yeah it's like you've seen some shit so it's like already like well depending i guess what prison you go to and where yeah, you've well, been I, I didn't i went to a pretty cushy jail you know was it uh, to, oh yeah. so you went to you went to jail you went to prison i went to jail Okay. I went to jail. I wasn't able to go pro. Yeah. <laughs> that would fucking suck. Yeah. I just went to, like, I, I got my third DUI, so I had to spend, like, a significant amount of time in jail. Yeah. So, 
because of a minimum? Like they have minimums or? Yeah, I just been. Um, so I was supposed to do six months. Yeah. But it was on two separate charges. Yeah. So they ran a time concurrently. So, so all together it was supposed to be like six or nine months. Yeah. Cause they, you know how they take you do one thing and then it's like three different charges. Yeah. For the one thing that you did. Yeah. You know, I'm like, well, how is this all this? Like well, all I did was he's like, you're drinking with control, you're drinking with a controlled substance, and then uh, and then failure to uh be in the right situation. Like I'm like all yeah. these different weird ass charges. Yeah, like no no no, it was all the same time. It was all yeah. let's, let's put it together. Like no no no, we're adding yeah. everything. But that oh, I just watched the you, thing. Did on, you see that thing on court where they charged this cop for um assault with each bullet? No, they read off his charges. Uh, for shot one, he shot sixteen. He shot this kid sixteen times, and so they said shot one. Where, where, what state was this? Aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Shot two, aggravated assault with a de- deadly weapon with a firearm. For the shot three, and they said each individual shot, and they said aggravated assault, and so they charged him with each time he shot the kid to put the cop. He was in Chicago. I thought you. I thought so. The. I thought assault counted per individual, not per stab or per shot or per. You know what I mean? Punch. You know? Would you yeah, say? No, yeah. You, would you? Would you, you say that? No, you yeah. You, you can. They, they can do that. So that's five so counts you, you, of assault. If I punched a dude five, bop, 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 yeah, bop, bop, five times, that's they a, can do that. Wow. Is that specifically for Chicago or Illinois? Is that no? They, they, they do that in different. So it's like because this motherfucker was in jail. Like, oh, I got seven counts of assault with yeah. a deadly weapon. That's because he hit the motherfucker seven times. times. You know what I'm saying? Wow. You know, feel like 15 counts that. of aggravated assault. And so, because you see dudes that go to jail. I, I always like, thought it was like, like multiple people. Yeah, they're like, oh, so you got 36 counts of assault, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, and you're like, fuck, this dude's a fucking, he's on a rampage. Yeah, just like not one dude. Not one, one dude. dude. He just beat the shit out of that yeah, dude. I just went off on one person. <laughs> but that shit was crazy, man. I but anyway, like, I, they ran the time concurrently. Yeah. And so I ended up only doing like three months. And it was a it was a way of life, man. Yeah. Luckily, um, I went straight to uh, trustee, which is like you work for the the jail, so I didn't have to be on the main line with like everybody else. Yeah. I was in like this pod with everybody that worked, and it was cool. We didn't have lockdown. We had a big screen TV. Oh shit. Um. Yeah, we had DVDs. We had uh. The longer you went in. The higher you got up on the TV schedule pick. Yeah. Like, you pick your time of day Yeah, when you could watch your shit, you know. And when I when it was getting close to time for me to get out, I made it to, like, top tier. I had these motherfuckers watching anime on Adult Swim. <laughs> Were they pissed? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, so? It's my turn. I yeah. earned this shit. I mean, but they're trustees. They're all trustees. We ain't hard. None of these people are hard and criminals. Yeah. The motherfuckers try to act hard. And nobody like, wants to get into a fight. Niggas like, yo, this is like you. I'm like, man, sit your dumb ass down. Yeah. But you, also, you're 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 bigger than them most most of the time. I would assume. Yeah. But um, if it's a, if you are a small dude, like let's say you're Kevin Hart size, do you think even then you would have been had a you would have had more of a problem? Or just from I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I've never been in this hypothetical. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Imagine you were the, the size small, of when like, you were eight. There was a small dude in there, and nobody fucked with him. But he'd mm. been to prison before. Yeah. So, and it's the thing. Like there was dudes that was in there for like non-violent crimes that have done violent shit. Yeah. They just didn't get caught for it. Yeah. And you can tell those dudes. 
You know what I'm saying? Those are dudes that you don't fuck with no matter how big you are. Yeah. Because they don't play fair. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Just like, not, no, 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 I'm going to kill we're you. Not, it's like, You're bigger than me. I will murder you. They have problem solving issues. Like, okay. Like, you, you get to see, like, the, the, the dysfunction in their problem solving abilities yeah. when you explain things that have gone wrong or situations that happen. Yeah. And then they offer, you know, if, like, it's like, yeah, so, you know, my wife left and it do. I was like, so you stabbed that nigga, right? I'm like, no, of course, of, of course not. Of it's just course, straight that's to not. anger. Yeah. Is it in the car? Okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll wait for him. Yeah. George is late. That's why we did this. Battle is scheduled back this November 28th at the Animal Draft House, but this time it's in Austin. Texas, that is right. Battle of the Sketches has moved to Alamo Draft House Mueller location. November 28th is going to be the show at 8 p.m. Tickets are only $10. You can find on Eventbrite. Submissions are open between August 15th and November 12th on Film Freeway at Battle of the Sketches. You can see what other shows we have coming up on FMCW Studios. And now back to Willful Ignorance. Then I do a set, and then Improv Team comes out. And- yeah, yeah. Hey, that's a dope room get, too, man. It's a nice little set. Let me get a, me get a suggestion. Let's see, we got the keys. <laughs> did you ever do improv? Yeah, I did it for two years. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's why you know it exactly. I can't yeah. do the games. I couldn't get past the games. Like when I first saw it, I was like, I can't do. You this. gotta go to the classes, dude. I no. saw one class. I sat in mm. on one class. You audited an improv. You gotta, class? you gotta let it go. You gotta let being cool I couldn't, go. Couldn't. You gotta I let just... being cool go because you're gonna do some lame ass shit. Yep. And then, but in actuality, it's a great exercise for performance. I would assume so, but I there's a block that's like yeah, makes I did, me want to go fuck yeah, this. Like I went to I went I, I I was classically trained in theater, so oh, shit. I wow. did a lot of ridiculous things. Like you're yeah. an instrument, you got to fill up your instrument. Okay, then now you do your timpani drum. Oh wow! And there's people that are really into it, and you're like. These dudes are fucking weird. Yeah, you know, and it was weird because I was in high school. I was an athlete, so I did athlete shit, did man shit. I didn't hang out with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and so it was like when I first went to theater, and these are people that have been doing theater ever this since was in they were college. Kids. Or this was... It was in college. Yeah, yeah, they've been doing, it. and so they were just fucking nerds, like yeah, just like completely they were thespians yeah like yeah. zero zero testosterone uh, you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah a bunch of dudes sitting indian style just yeah. and i and so when you do a uh a show when you have a theater performance you know i equated it to being like on a football team so this is my team yeah you know because uh, you got to support each other on stage you guys got to know each other like people miss lines you got to be able to help them yeah get back to where okay we need to get back to where the fuck we're supposed to be you know yeah. <laughs> And so good job, George. Sorry, bro. Make it happen. All right. Don't don't just let it ring. Fuck. All right. No, keep going. I'm sorry, dude. Just block the flow. Yeah. As he answers, as as he answers the phone, keep going. Hello. Yeah. No, you keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's work. I bet you it's work.
We gotta go. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta go right. to work. I got a lot of shit going on, dude, and it's just it's just getting exhausting, man. I'm, I'm so sorry about that, dude. Again. Oh, no problem, man. So you talking about these gay kids you be working with? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> they weren't gay kids. They were just not, you know, traditionally masculine. You know what I'm nah, saying? Okay. I played football in the Midwest, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it's like some Kill Superman people. shit, you know. Yeah. Like, and then I'm like. But one thing I did figure out doing doing the theater, and I started hanging around, going to the parties. I'm like, "Yo, these chicks are freaks, man! Oh <laughs> shit, it's sexy as fuck. Yeah. Like these parties, titties start popping out, and everything like yeah. that. And I'm like, okay, I can get with I can get with this. And then you know, do you think there are, do you think most actors are un, very unbalanced people, or are they so balanced that they're able to go into these characters like weave them in and out? One thing I've reali- one. one thing I've realized through all of my dysfunction. And living life is that nobody's fucking balanced. Everybody's fucked up. Yeah. You know, we uh like we don't we don't get books on how to be parents. Yeah. So parents Actually, just I got fuck up their kids. And the All people right. that write the books, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Oh, I didn't read the book. Oh, of course not, yeah. There's no yeah. way, yeah. So like they're thinking everybody's a little fucked up, you know what I'm saying? And it's the people that own it and try to improve themselves that come to a place of, you know, real level type shit yeah. but usually that comes from completely fucking your life up yeah you know once you completely and utterly destroy your life then you'd be like oh you know what i need to change the way i'm doing shit yeah you yeah. know it's the people that never go through some real shit well that are like if, completely. if if you acknowledge what you did was fucked up then you can grow from it but well, if you fuck it up bad enough that you'll have to acknowledge it because you'll probably won't be free Oh, you'll be homeless. You won't, you won't be able to eat. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, all right, man, I need to figure out how to fucking. So just like honesty with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, 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 like, so what made you quit improv though? Or not quit, but like what made you move on to stand up? Well, I mean, I, I already, I, I went into improv as a stand up. Yeah. You know, I went there, I went to one of the open mics that they had. Oh no, it was, it's called a, what the fuck is it called? It's Jam. Okay. It's an improv jam. They call it an improv jam where anybody could get on stage okay. and do the improv. Yeah. And I used to go to the open mic there. He's like, man, you should come to the jam. And I'm like, I wasn't doing shit. So I went to the jam and I was like, yo, you got a knack for this. You, and I'm like, all right. Were you doing your material or just? Uh-uh. I was just doing the improv with them. Oh, yeah. okay. I just saw what they were doing and I did what they were doing. Yeah. And then, then I started taking classes and then um, uh, they're like, yo, it, you want to improv? For, you want to try out for a house team? I tried out for the house team, made the house team, and I was doing that for like you know a couple of years. And then, but then stand up started to take off. Yeah, you know, I started touring, and you know, so then I couldn't be there mm-hmm. on Friday and Saturday because I had money to make. That's got to be way harder to to stand out in improv. Stand up is just you. Well, I think everybody's trying to stand out. Everybody's trying to. Well, I, I know that everybody's trying to stand on improv, but it's yeah. just like you have a great troupe, but it's not like the whole troupe will make it onto. And what, what do you make it onto? SNL or mm-hmm. you know what acting yeah. or something? Comedic you, actors, you, SNL, um, sketch shows. Yeah, but how acting. many? How many? How many of them percentage wise? You know, that's probably as many as many as people as do stand up. Exactly. What are you talking about? I, don't know. I just thought thing. it'd be harder for for them to nah. stand out. It's not. Nah, it's easy to stand out, especially in improv, because there's so many people that don't know what the fuck they're doing. So oh, if okay. you have, uh, was uh, that the point though? Yeah, well, <laughs> trust me, man. Like I would be. They, people would come to me, man, that was fucking brilliant. I'm like, I'm just doing, I'm just, just doing being me. funny, yeah, yeah. 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 How do you, like, how do you, how do you practice? I heard of people going like to practice or something like that. Can you really practice yeah. that shit? Or yeah. is it, it's just, it, and how do you differentiate that from rehearsing? You know what I mean? You like, have to, 
you have to get good at working different parts of your brain. Okay. Like, you know, your ability to think on your feet, create a situation, create a world. And for a stand-up going into improv, you have to fight the urge to immediately go to the joke. Yeah, okay. You know, because especially in long form, you're creating a scene. Yeah. And you got to trust the fact that the joke, the funny is going to come. Yeah. You can't force it. It has to be organic. And you have to know when, all right, let it, it's like, it's like baking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you got to let it, and then all of a sudden, okay, it's time to come out. You know? But there's got to be people that you work with, you're like, this fucker's fucking it up again. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, same thing with stand-up though. Like, man, this opener is fucking too dirty, or this yeah. opener's talking about some terrible shit. This yeah, guy's fucking it up for the show. That's fine because when I get up, I mean, that's not fine. But I, when I get up on stage, I'm gonna do my thing, so that'll be fine. But when you're on stage with that person, it's like you keep stepping on everybody's shit. Well, I, I, mean, well, I haven't experienced it, but I've seen it. Where I've seen the improv one specific dude who so did it like three times in a row. Step on the whole thing just because he wanted to be the funniest one, and that's and it where wasn't. rehearsal comes in. That's where practice comes in. Yeah, because you get to know your team. You get yeah. to know people's strengths, people's weaknesses, you know, and where they what their tendencies are. Yeah. So you know where to go with a certain person. Yeah. You know where they can, and they get to know you, and so then you guys can play off each other. Yeah, and you guys can work together. I gotta be yeah. honest, I'm not a fan of uh, improv. Me neither. I but fucking hate it. It's not. It's not because people aren't talented. <laughs> it's just for all the sexual allegations going on, dude. Jeez. I just can't. Nah, I'm just yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, not like I, that's cool though, man. I, I couldn't. I don't know why. Like like you said, I'm. I guess I'm too cool, or I think I'm too cool. I couldn't. I couldn't be silly for some. I just can't be silly the like games, that. Well, the games that I saw. Which what you just said sounds yeah. very similar to what I saw. Yeah, yeah like and zip, zap, zap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. like, hey, hey, banana. Hey, hey. <laughs> you're yeah. like doing all this stuff. You're like, oh, nah, yeah. good. I remember one time I was in Westwood, which is like a super, um, it's like a college town. It's where UCLA is. Yeah. Okay. So it's all these, you know, upper class kind of college kids. And um, there's an in and out right by our theater. So everybody goes in and out. So I, we're in there and we're doing our warm ups and stuff like that. I'm with the, I, I, I'm with my team. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, out. yeah, yeah. And then these car full of black dudes come up. Oh no! <laughs> like they're in and out, and I'm sitting there, and then I lock eyes with one of them, and they're looking at me like, "Nigga, what are you doing?" I'm like, "Man, I'm just trying to get mine, homie." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't judge me. Diversify my bonds and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey guys, I'm gonna sit this one out. I'm gonna, over, I'm just gonna sit over here. B A N, and they seem dry by. All right, never mind. Well, I mean, it's like, like with with a comedian, you know, in order to grow and get better, you got to be willing to take chances. Yeah. And being able to be silly, being able to be embarrassed, being able to bear your soul, and and being able to deal with the consequences of that. You know, it gives you a lot more bravery on stage to go places that nobody else will go. And that's how you stand out as a comedian, being able to go to a subject, talk about something and be able to have the crowd look at you and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I don't like that. (laughs) And then, you know, you want the crowd to say, I don't like that. Well, you have to have the ability. Yeah. To weather that storm, because that's how that's how real shit gets built. Oh, I can weather bombing. Right. Yeah. yeah, I got yeah, rain jackets storm, you know? on, thick skin. Because I'll go places, man. Especially, I remember this one place in um, the Midwest, man. 
it was this, it was like a resort. Yeah. And it was outside of Chicago. And um it's like, did somebody it's like, touch you there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, he did. He went, and uh, I was like, oh, oh, my, nah, oh he nah, got touched. Nah. It, it, it was, was just like, hard. It was not for, they didn't expect me. You yeah, know? Yeah. It's, oh, like, okay. it's like all these white folks came to this place to get away from black folks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one, of us, one of them followed us here. <laughs> like, Fuck. Yeah. So I remember I went on stage. As soon as I went on stage, this lady in front immediately crossed her arms like, Obviously, like obviously, body language, like nope. Yeah, like Damn. I didn't even say anything yet. Those like, are my favorite. Like, nope. Those are my favorite. And so I had to, I had to like weather that, and you know, it was rough, but I got through it. I think, I think with stand up, like compared to, uh, I guess acting, I don't feel foolish because I know the emotion. I felt that, so I can act out that emotion. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like with acting, or not necessarily improv, like you have the lines. You just got to find the emotion. Why well, feel silly if I can't relate to that emotion in my own life? Mm. So it makes me feel like, but as far as being on stage, being vulnerable, I have no problem. I feel like I have to pull back from that. Was like, yeesh, dude, don't. Well, that's I mean, too yeah, much. That's, that's too thing. much information. Well, like, that, don't. Then you got to find your 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 niche where you are at. I mean, as an actor, you have to be honest about silent who you are and what you can silent do. Actor. <laughs> I acted I silent. I, I don't do. I just lines. don't respect yeah. actors. You know. Jeez, you don't respect. It. I hate improv. <laughs> like, I respect. Improv, I don't respect I don't, actors. Dude, I, with stand their up, acting. Fuck stand this up. podcast. I'm gonna have my phone. It's ring. like it's like stand up's like the only true. I think uh, vulnerable type of art. You know, you're the writing. You're you're the writer. You're the director. You're acting it out on stage and shit. You're a clown with a mic. No, yeah. I mean if that's how you feel, fuck <laughs> that. This this uh, actor better like that. Specifically, you, oh me, you oh fuck, okay. clown. With but a as mic. far as acting, you're like, man, you're reading somebody else's words and shit. Yeah. You're just pre- you're a pretend, you're a liar. Well, that's a great the thing. Like, there's people, a great there's people, pretender. there's people that great, feel the same I way. Guess. I don't know. There's people that feel the same way the other way about actors, like serious actors. They're like, yeah. you're a fucking clown. Yeah, you're. Why are you? Why are you even stand up? Is don't talk to me. Like I think that was like the lowest level of art. To for for because what do the actors go? Actors go from from movies to TV, TV to commercials, and when commercials don't work, what do they go do? Stand up because they can still draw a crowd. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So yeah. let's go. Let me go tell my story. And is it necessarily stand up, or is it just like hey, nah, an evening bullshit. with so and so? It's a comedy club. And nobody likes stand up. A night with Jason Mewes or some shit. You know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. Man. I remember watch watching that. watching the. Uh, uh, it was pretty dope though. WWF guys do stand up and they yeah. talk. Yeah. And there's one guy. One's um, good. I saw one that's really good. Because uh, I, I uh, wanted to play Mankind. Oh, yeah, yeah, Foley. yeah. Nick Foley. Nick Foley. But he yeah. doesn't say he's a comedian. He just tells stories. Yeah, no. Uh, a friend of mine is a comedian, great comedian. He had he was friends with uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Yeah. Oh, shit. Rest and, in peace. Yo, him just talking about his life uh-huh. is hilarious and entertaining. He. He lived the life that every man thinks they can live. Oh shit! You yeah. know, like he's de- like he wrestled a bear. You know, he went wow. out. Yeah, yeah. He wrestled, and the story was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And like he had this, he had this crazy French Canadian trainer that talked weird. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, this oh, crazy. for the bear, I guess. No, or? no, no, oh, for, for him, for him, for him as wrestling. <laughs> oh shit! He's, he's Canadian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, and he had this yeah. French Canadian and French Canadian. They all sounds like arms dealers. That's how yeah. they. That's how their accent sounds. Yeah. They sound like shady Frenchmen, you know. Yeah. yeah. So it's like all these stories and stuff that's telling. It's like this is just entertaining, and the crowd is just captivated. 
Yeah. You know, it's not necessarily set up, punch, set up, punch, and they're laughing. They're laughing when they laugh, but then it's one thing I learned um, with stand-up from uh, watching that and then watching Dave Chappelle. One of the greatest indicators of you having the crowd is complete silence. Uh, yep. Like, you yeah. get that complete pin drop Silence, not that one where you hear drinks, you hear people ordering or mumbling in the background. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, that means you're fucking bombing. Yeah. yeah. They're not listening to you. But when you don't hear shit, like the wait staff is like with their just with their plates yeah, just wait, sitting yeah. there and you don't hear nothing. They're just saying, okay, what's he going to say next? What are you going to say next? Yeah. yeah. And you get to that point, because I remember it was 200, 200 or 300 people in the, the original room at the comedy store and Dave Chappelle was doing this long ass setup and it was silent. All you heard was his voice and nothing else. All right. And then when the punchline hit, that shit just just roar. Yeah. You know? And I was like, wow, I want to do that. Yeah. I want to figure out how to fucking make that happen. How long ago was this? Um, that was like a couple years ago. That was a few years ago. It was like after he got back. From um, his specials came out or something or what? Uh, nah, nah, nah. This is after. This is shortly after the end of the Chappelle show when everybody's like, "Oh, you went to Africa? He's crazy!" Blah blah. You oh shit! Okay, okay, okay. Wow. Came so back, this is skinny Chappelle. This was uh, not fucking WWF Chappelle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That motherfucker's huge now. Not not Vin Rames uh, Chappelle. Yeah. Shit. yeah. But yeah, I was like, man, just watching him, like, like watching guys like the him, watching guys like Bill Burr and stuff like that. It lets me know how much I need to grow as a comic. Oh yeah, of course. You know, and, yeah. It's, and it's fun. Like I, I'm, it's fun to watch because I mean, it means there's so much more of this journey I'm on. You know, yeah. it's like, man, I got so much more left to do. Yeah. It's a mountain. Yeah, you're range. like a pretty like a deep dude, man. I just, I told you, I I thought you were like shallow and superficial. Nah, I'm fuck with you. But, uh, <laughs> I try to put that out there. Yeah, right. No, I, just, I don't want people to think that they could just talk to me. That's how to you, That's fucking cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. What were we talking about? Nah, right. <laughs> <laughs> lost. Stupid ass. Yeah. No nah, man, it's a it's a it's an interesting. How long you been doing uh, stand up, man? I've been doing stand up for about eleven years now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's funny. It's like sections of it. Yeah. There's like uh, there's a time when I was like the the open micer, just with with the homies, you yeah, know, yeah. going to open mics. That shit was fun as fuck. I, I mean, everybody says when I talk to them, especially headliners, like, that was the funnest time. And I'm like, oh, what? Dude, that was yeah. How is that the fuck? No, because you time? could just do whatever you want, yeah. man. You're just trying to find funny, and yeah, your friends all, were still around you, hanging out. That's not a business. Yeah, yeah. and and you yeah, know, all you had business. to do was worried about is being funny. That's yeah. it. That's the only thing. Just trying to get funny. I'm just trying to get funny. I miss those days too. You, you know, know you bomb. It was cool, man. You bomb. It's just you laugh about it, you yeah. know. You joke about it, yeah. you know. Or you hey, cry remember, in the car. You remember when nobody had laughed at that thing you did? Yeah. And now you made you it into remember? something funny. No, oh, I just want you to remember that all the time. <laughs> you know, what you was your worst bomb? Ooh, my worst bomb. I'd say my worst bomb. It's always for black folks because I'm not a traditional Negro. Okay. Um, Cause I grew Is that up, the first thing you say when you come out? Yeah, that's my <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, hello, I'm not a traditional Negro. 
that, that should get a huge pop. That's fucking Ooh. funny as fuck. Damn. Not with black folks. Yeah. Traditional. Man. This old sellout ass nigga. <laughs> what you, you, you going telling jokes to the man? What does that come from, you think? I don't understand well, that, too. That kind of attitude. Because, like, I get it, too, if I go in front of, like, a predominantly, you know, Hispanic crowd and shit. And if I don't really... Sometimes if, if you don't really get to, you know, this, the true stereotypes of it all, you know what I mean? People look at you like, man, this guy's fucking, like, he don't even know where he's from or, you know, he yeah. forgot where he came from type shit or whatever. Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't, it's just one of those, like, motherfuckers have, like, a hood mentality. Uh-huh. Like, I don't, I don't have problems with black crowds that are, like, you know, not hood. Yeah. Like, it's a reason you in the hood. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. a reason that you in this situation. There's a reason why. There's a reason why you, if too, you if man. you if you like in your forties and stuff, and you still in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a reason why you still in that in that you got a certain mentality. Yeah. You know, it ain't necessarily your fault. You know, but it's a it's a it's a it's a trap that you get caught up in, and it's a way of thinking that you get caught up in. Yeah. And you know, when people come, people that made it out or or don't don't have that same mentality come y'all not speaking the same language yeah. yeah y'all may look alike and he's like nigga i don't understand shit you saying yeah can't yeah. relate yeah we can't relate but also that. like because i've 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 had it where it's it's like oh you think you're better than us yeah yeah and then it's like yeah a little bit yeah but that's when my worst bomb <laughs> was in the hood I'm, better than you. I'm still here right i'm trying to get this money this 25 dollars yeah. for whoever for real. <laughs> yeah my worst bomb it made me, and this bomb made me so scared of my own people uh and uh, I got lit, right? And, you know, he held the cell phone in mm-hmm. the back. Oh, okay. Because the dude lit me. Oh, he lighted it. No, okay. he, he got he fucked me. up. He Yo, was I, high I got lit, shit. bro. Uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> now, he lit me. And then this chick in the crowd saw that I was getting lit. And so then she put up her phone. And then all of a sudden, all these lights came up around the crowd. Oh, so shit. the whole crowd started like, yeah, nigga, get the fuck off stage. Wow. Nobody wants you up here. And wow. it was silent. Ugh. I remember. Well, I now remember. at least it wasn't booze, huh? At least it wasn't booze. I mean, I've never had some people just been like, "Boo!" You know, Get off the yeah, stage. No, yeah, no. One time, yeah. But I, I was, I just started. Yeah. So I mean, if I'm not funny, I'm like, I only been doing it like a couple months, and. This Damn. dude, this who was a uh, <laughs> in the crowd, <laughs> and he was like, "Yo, my nigga, get the fuck off the stage." Was it? Was it? Boo! <laughs> he had to oh, check with somebody to see. Yo, what, I, what did he do? What are we boo! Gonna, I haven't done negative <laughs> shit in a long time. Is it still boo? Yeah. <laughs> you have boo. a tomato. I need an uh, old one. I need an yeah, old tomato. Fucking old to school throw shit. at this man. That was the. So that this was, one dude offered me. Uh, said offered me advice. Like, he's like, yeah, man, you know, comedy ain't for everybody. Uh, <laughs> you know, man. <laughs> the balls on those people, you know? Yeah. Jesus Christ. I remember my grandmother well, I mean, told me one time. Like that. My grandmother told me one time, she was like, maybe you should pick up a trade. Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah you know, your, your, your uncle works at the Pipe Fitters Union. <laughs> <laughs> I hear they make good money. Every time I talk wow. to my, to, well, not last year, but before that, every time I talk to my, FedEx is hiring, I heard. Maybe we should go apply to FedEx. And it's just like, oh. I mean, I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. It's like, this is not a lucrative well, career. Before what my the grandma, fuck are you doing? Yeah, before my grandmother died, she got to hear me on Sirius Satellite Radio. So oh, that was, okay. then she finally, because before it was like, oh, you still doing that little comedy thing? I'm yeah. Like, it's not a little comedy. It's what I'm, it's my profession. Yeah. yeah. How much money are you making? I'm like, you know what? That's not the point. That's not the point. But when she found, I was able to be on um, the Foxhole 
Um, nice. And she heard me on the radio with comics that she knew. Yeah. She, she listens like, to the Foxhole or she listens to the Foxhole? She listens to Sirius Satellite Radio. That's yeah. where she listens to all the things on that. Yeah. yeah. So Foxhole is on that. So yeah. she listens to that. So she liked your set too, at least, right? Um, or she just impressed you on the thing. The thing is, I wasn't doing a set. I was oh, just, uh, just. Oh, doing you were fucking on the thing. Oh, nice. Okay. I was on the thing. I was talking. Oh, yeah. okay. Doing so like, doing like Jamie's yeah. Fox show? Or? Not, yeah. Not and everybody's it was, fucking on there. And it was funny because at the beginning of it, and mind you, I'd only been a couple years in, and these are like. I'm sitting with my heroes. Like Corey Holcomb know. was there? Was he there? Uh, no, Corey know. Holcomb was there. Um, was it? Uh, what the fuck is his name? Jamie Foxx. Ronnie Perry. Okay. Yeah. He was on there. Um, there was a couple other guys, man. I, I can't necessarily remember. It was a long time ago, and there's a lot of drugs between then and now. <laughs> I got you. So, uh, but I, these That's guys that cool, I'd seen, yeah. these guys that I'd seen on Comic View. So, yeah, yeah. at the beginning, I'm like... And I'm not saying shit. Yeah. And then they sent me a note. He's like, and I opened up the note. He's like, yo, this is the radio. If you don't say shit, nobody knows you're on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, all right. Yeah. And then I said something and it fucking, it, it, oh, it shit. just, yeah. and then they, they went in. Yeah. Like, it was like, this motherfucker, whoa, whoa, whoa. And went in on me. Yeah. And then. Which is still fucking cool. You know? And then, but then it. The, well, no, the, you gotta I be turning red. They, like, fuck. Nah, nah it's nah, flattering. Fuck it's it. Nah, it was fucking, it was mortifying. Yeah. Oh, shit, dog. Oh, okay. And so then I got another note sent down. He's like, it's okay, big dog. Just keep swinging, man. Keep trying. We got you. Who sent, nice. you, who sent you these notes? Um, The dude that's hosting the show. It was uh Speedy. Okay. Uh, Speedy sent me another note. It's like, hey, man, just keep trying, big dog, man. We got you. It's just, you know, it's just radio. Like, in radio, they got a shit on me. Yeah. But in actuality, everybody supported me being there. So it's no, like, say one of those something else so like, we can get another five minutes yeah. out of your ass. But then by the end, I'm I'm in. Like, yeah. by, the, by the, like, close to the, like, you know, once I got that first jitter out, I'm like, I'm I'm cracking on things. I'm like, this. And they're like, yeah, I got them laughing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I think I made it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I left that radio station. This is when the career starts now. And then, hello, fame. <laughs> right, yeah. And then yeah. Well, after that, um, I went on tour with uh, Tommy Davidson. Um, and then uh, I went to jail uh, for three months. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> because of Tommy Davidson? No, no, no. Because of my alcoholism. That's, uh, oh, okay. I got a DUI, uh, my third one, and then I was in God jail. God damn. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was not. It was in over like a seven year span. So oh, okay, okay. It wasn't like back to back to back. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. totally man. So I mean, <laughs> but not. Nah, yeah, I was just true, one hundred percent alcoholic. That's yeah. uh, I fucking drink. I, I didn't. It was difficult for me to not drink and drive. Like driving without well, alcohol. You like, shit. like literally, literally have a beer and you're sipping on it while you're driving. Um, I had chasers and hard liquor when I was driving. I had uh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Where you, so what are you like running away from? What happened? Or you just like to drink or what's going on? Um, yeah, I was running away from my own head, man. Just, I didn't like the way I thought. Yeah. <laughs> Shit was rough. It was rough being in Ebo's head back then. Yeah. Yeah, because he's a uh, veteran, military. And everything. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. I was in the Marine Corps. And um, I grew Jinkies, up. Jinkies, mate. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. I said Jinkies, mate. That's fucking hardcore, dude. You said Jinkies? Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to bring it back. <laughs> All right. I said drats the other night. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, that's yeah. cool shit. That's like off, you know, yeah. off kilter a little bit. You got to you gotta bring You can't let those that's words right. die. No, he's like, wait a minute. No. Did you like happy about it? Yeah. He's like, did you say jinkies? I said drats. Yeah. Let's bring back this old yeah, yeah. language cartoons. That did it. 
hit somebody with a sock dollager. <laughs> That's a punch. Yeah. So okay, you, you went to you went to prison for three months, and then he saw fuck oh, Jesus Christ. Christ. Jail. Jail. So you were on death row for three months. So yeah. when's your mixtape coming out? <laughs> <laughs> Already put it out. Ah, uh, dope, dope. When so and then he stopped fucking well, with you? No, nah, it wasn't even because of that. Um, it was just it, it's just the trajectory trajectory of a career. You know, like you think things are gonna go a certain way, and then they don't. Yeah, and then. You keep going, you know, you can't stop. I mean, if you feel like you're a comic, you keep telling jokes. If you think you're, I had a movie that uh, I helped write. I did most of the writing for. I had a legit casting agency, casting people. You know, I thought I was going to make it. You know, yeah. I was going to be, I was not only going to, because I wrote it, so I wrote myself into that motherfucker. Of course, yeah. So... I was not only going to be SAG, I was going to be eligible for the Writers Guild. And I'm like, yo... Cause this is a real, you know, million dollar production. Mm-hmm. So it's like, damn. I'm like, yo, I made it, and then fucking the funding just fell through, and it never happened, and it broke no my heart. No holding deal, damn. no nothing. No, no nothing, no nothing. Fuck. I got nothing. I lost. I mean, I I I stopped um, working to clear my schedule because I was gonna we were gonna be shooting in New Orleans and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So I just, you know, it broke my heart. It broke. My heart, and then that that sent me on like a downward downward spiral that lasted for a couple years, you know, because you know I was like, like fuck, man, and then it made me question everything. Am I really funny? You know, am I really talented? Am I a good writer? Yeah, you know, I'm living here in L.A. and I ain't doing shit. I'm just in my fucking apartment. Well, what year is this? Uh, that was like 2011. Shit. So yeah. this was like this is like when you're like what four or five years in, mm-hmm. damn. Yeah, it's 2011, and about 2012, I was like, then shit started to get really bad, and in 2013, I went into rehab. Not for alcohol or for alcohol. For alcohol and drugs, cocaína. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So. I was like, all right. a hell of a drug wait, 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 what, what prompted that? Was it just the fact that it was going down, or did you have support people telling you, "Hey, you got to go do this shit"? Nah, man, I was sitting in a, I was sitting in a, um, I was sitting in a bachelor apartment. Everybody doesn't know what a bachelor apartment is. <laughs> yeah, a bachelor apartment is a room with a mini fridge and a hot plate glued to the top of that mini fridge. Yeah, next to a sink. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where I lived, and I was just sitting there doing coke. Pretty much any every day, and I wasn't going doing shows. I wasn't doing improv. I wasn't doing anything. I was just in. I was in L.A. I was living in L.A. and I wasn't doing shows. And I'm not with my family. I don't see my kids barely. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing here? Yeah. You know, if I'm not doing stand up, what am I doing here? You know, I'm wasting my fucking time. So you weren't so, doing any stand up, nothing. At that time. Yeah. Nah. I mean, if somebody invited me, if somebody booked me for a show, I go do it. But, I mean, they were few and far between because I wasn't out there. I wasn't putting myself out there. So then I went to rehab, and while I was in rehab, uh, there was a lady that was booking shows at the rehab. Oh, shit. Fucking L.A., huh? The first night night I was was in rehab, uh, I saw that they were having a show, and I'm like, let me go check. Let me see who's on the show. Yeah. And... One of my friends was really funny. Her name is Tracy Walker. She's an amazing comic. She uh, 
she saw me. She's like, hey, Ebo, what are you doing here? I'm like, oh. It was at the Veterans Hospital. So I'm like, oh, I'm a vet. I heard there was a show. So I decided to yeah. come out. Yeah. yeah. And support. I'm not here at all. Yeah. 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 Type it's of... not like I live upstairs yeah. <laughs> in this hospital. <laughs> and so uh, she introduced me to the person that's hosting the show. And she's like, yo, this is my friend Ebo. He's really funny. You should You should let him do some time. And she's like, I don't put just everybody on my show. The lady oh, hosted. Well, it's I'm like, bitch, we're in the basement of a hospital. Yeah. This isn't the Apollo. Yeah. Uh, so it was strictly stand-up? Huh? It was strictly stand-up? It, it was wasn't... a stand-up show. Oh, okay, I thought it was like, uh, you know, somebody's going to play, you know, a ukulele, and then somebody's going to... No, it was just stand-up. Stand I don't so, know ukulele. Yeah, so I did it, and, you know, I killed it. I mean, it was like... It was a basement show. Like I, 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 I made it to like I was performing regular at the comedy store. Like yeah. I was fucking on the cusp of do, doing some big shit. Yeah. So it's not like I wasn't funny anymore. Yeah. You know. So, um, I killed it. She was like, "Yo, anytime you want to do this show, you are more than welcome." And then finally, I was honest. I'm like, "I live here." Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "Great." So <laughs> yeah. she put me on every show. Wow. Oh, so nice. that's what got you back in doing it regularly. Well, no, well that that's what kept me while I was rebuilding myself because I had a lot of damage. You know, I had post traumatic stress that post traumatic stress that was untreated. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'd been living with that shit, not knowing that that's the way I drink, the way I drink, and that's why I felt the way I felt. You know, I had a lot of psychological issues from besides that, just from my childhood and the way I grew up and everything like that. Yeah. And while I was working on myself, you know. Uh, my physical health, my emotional health, my spiritual health, my mental health, I was able to still go do that stand-up, you know. Um, That's the uh, every every couple, every couple weeks, I could still do that. Yeah. You know, because I was cloisters up in that place. I couldn't leave, you know. Mm-hmm. So that was my only chance to do stand-up because you, it's like anything. You got to work that muscle. Yeah. So when I got out of rehab and I went to go back to the comedy store and go back on the scene, I was I was right where I was supposed to be. I didn't fall behind. Yeah. You know, they were like, oh, yo, this dude's fucking, he's still, Ebo still got it. Yeah, you know, yeah. He's still, I don't know where he was, but he's fucking, he's killing it, you know? Yeah. yeah. So that's a, that was a, a period in my life when I was first figuring out how to do comedy sober. Because the first time I went on stage sober, it was not good. Yeah. It was, it was bad news. Yeah. Because I didn't understand the nerves. Mm, I never had to deal with that shit. Yeah, Yeah, I numbed myself the whole time. Wow. So I remember when I was walking to the stage, I felt this tight. I thought I was having a panic attack. (laughs) And I'm like, oh shit, what the fuck? I'm like, what is, oh my God, is this nerves? Oh shit, this is horrible. (laughs) How do people deal with this? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's right, they drink. (laughs) I don't think I can do it. And then I went up there and and then my buddy, he was like, yo, what happened? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, what the fuck were you doing? I'm like, I don't know. So for four, the first four or five years, you were, you were drunk on stage. Mm. Yeah. Oh fuck. Oh, but they didn't stop then. I got sober for like a year, and then, uh, I got sober for a year, and no, I, I got sober for a year. Then I went out because I tried to not do comedy anymore. Yeah. I was like, man, I'm just gonna focus on my kids. I was all spiritual and shit. I'm just I'm the father. Oof. Me being a father is yeah. the most so important. You, so the job eleven I have. years is like. You're counting not like straight through. It's like five, six years here, two years here. 
It was never. I never took more than a month off of stand up. Oh, okay, okay. So that's why I count all that time. Yeah, yeah. There was never no time. Cause let me tell you how this time went. When I said I was gonna not do stand up. Oh, yeah, yeah. And just focus on my kids. That did not work. Nah. Cause I went back to Oceanside. I got a little place, and I'm Oceanside, like, I'm gonna focus yeah. on my kids. And then I was focusing on my kids. And I'm like, yo, I can't. I, this ain't me. I can't do this. I mean, I love you. And I, I, talk, I even talked to my ex-wife. I told her, I'm like, yo, I, I tried to stay here. I can't stay here. I, I'm, I need to go back to L.A. I need to do stand-up. I need to, you know. And then I started drinking again. And I'm oh, like, man, sure. I, can't, I can't live. I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, yeah. You know? And she's like, yo, I completely understand. I support you because you're funny as fuck. That's great. She's like, I'm a good father. Good, uh, good stand-up. Mm-hmm. Horrible husband. That's it, you know? Yeah, yeah. So she was a fan of me as a comic and father, yeah. just not of me yeah. as a person to be in a relationship with. Are your kids so. little or are they older? No, they're older now. Yeah. I mean, that's how it works. They were little then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they're older. <laughs> they, yeah. They're Don't you older have kids, Josh? What the fuck? All right. Yeah. It'll happen. Okay. Um. So I even told my son, and I kind of tried to make it a life lesson for him. I'm like, hey, man, never be afraid to ask for help. You know, that's what I'm doing. I need help. And it doesn't make me less of a man. It doesn't make me weak or anything. It's just I'm somebody that needs help. So when you need help, man, don't be afraid to ask for it. Yeah. You know. Can I get 20 bucks? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> son. Yeah, that's my son. <laughs> hey, man, how much you got in that little uh, Spider-Man wallet? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I just say I need help? Yeah. Like, how much you need <laughs> yeah. before your Velcro comes off? Yeah. So then I went back up to L.A. I went back up to L.A., and I started, I was sober again, and I, I hit comedy hard, you know, fucking hitting the mics, real humble, you know. Yeah. Before, you know, I, was, I thought I was above mics. I worked at the comedy store and all this stuff like that. I'm like, man, I'm fucking meeting Mike. I'm like, nah, man, I'm I'm just another dude trying to tell jokes. But that works. So I yeah. go to the open mics, man. I'm fucking grinding. I'm I'm hanging out at the comedy store. I'm doing all this stuff that I need to do. And then, you know, I start going to comedy festivals. And, you know, and I go to the World Series of Comedy, and then I'm like, uh, I get second place in that, which means all of a sudden I got all these clubs I can work. Nice. And the whole time I'm doing that, um, killing it in the sobriety game. I start going to school for drug and alcohol counseling. You know, I'm, 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 I'm interning at this thing. I'm helping people. And then I start to think that, you know, like, all right, man, I don't really got a problem. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm, oh, shit. I'm helping people. I got people. my shit together. I got my shit together. And then all it took was... Cause the thing about it, man, if you're not doing what if you're not doing what keeps you in the situation you are, you know, all it takes is one little hiccup to fuck up your whole shit. Mm. It's like driving a car with a crack in the frame. Yeah, yeah. You know, everything's good when you're on a smooth road, but once you hit a fucking bump, everything's gonna go to shit. Yeah. And that's what happened, man. I fell in love with this girl <laughs> and she was fucking my everything. But like mm. I thought, like, even I, I liked her even more than comedy. Wow. And that says a lot. I was like, wow. I remember that pussy must have been good. I remember, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and her conversation. No, but and it was just like it was just her as a person. Oh, is that so chauvinistic? What I, don't, I, said? I don't care. It was I'm just her saying. as a person. Like it was yeah, just like she yeah. was just an amazing individual, and I loved everything about her. Like you know what I'm saying? I thought she was amazing, and um, she left. She she said like, I don't love you. Like. You love me, and I don't think this is going to work out. Yeah. And that shit just broke you. Broke me. And then and then all it took was my kids saying, 
like then I, I got this hotel and stuff because my kids were gonna come up for Halloween. We were gonna go to Universal Studios and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I got the hotel, and then my kids are like, "Oh, we're gonna hang out with our friends for Halloween" because they were teenagers by then. Yeah. And I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go ahead." I'm gonna <laughs> and then I had a show that night. I went. I fucking fuck it. I got a bottle. Started drinking. Went to the show. And uh, what I used to do is to find out. I do a joke about cocaine. And I look in the audience after the joke. I was looking at it. I was like, yeah. After the punchline, I'd be like, and I see a guy. I'm like, oh, there you go. That's my guy. Yeah. yeah. And then I went, got the coke, got all that stuff. And I was off to the races. And um, But I didn't completely destroy my comedy career. I still kept doing comedy, even though I was getting loaded and, and getting drunk and getting fucked up and doing drugs. Only problem is I wasn't enjoying any of it. Nothing. Uh, okay. I was in the highlight. Well, I was in the fucking highlight of my career, and I did not enjoy any of it. Hmm. None of it. I just, I just, because you uh, just wanted the drugs, or because it was all. I don't blur. know, man. There was a lot of things. Everything was just er, nothing felt, and I didn't feel anything about anything. Hmm. I was just coasting. That yeah. numbness again. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the all the drugs did was put me at regular. Oh shit! Mm. Yeah, the drugs didn't. I, I didn't get high. I didn't get happy. I just got me. Yeah, mm. you know. And so that's what I did. I was a guy who told jokes, did drugs, went home, woke up, told jokes, did drugs, went home. So woke a comedian. Up. Yeah. 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 So, um, but f- what happened to that situation is I got a hold like. I was doing a lot of cocaine because I was doing a lot of shows. So I was selling a lot of merch. <laughs> so I had a lot of hundreds. Yeah. And I used those hundreds to buy um, large amounts of powder cocaine. Jeez. Yeah. So, and I snorted all that cocaine. Uh-huh. And what it does to a nose, it makes it hurt. Uh-huh. And start to fuck. You start big old blowing out nasty, big up brain damage. Chunks of your fucking nose. Yeah. And I was like, man, my nose is all fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm saying, saying like, man, my nose is all fucked up. I can't just keep on doing this shit, man. It's all y'all doing tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of being a regular person that knows about sobriety and stuff like that and be like, man, I need to get sober again. I need to do that. I was like, nah, I don't need to get sober. I need to start smoking this shit. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Save my nose. Yeah, yeah. I need to save my <laughs> nose, save man. My start, nose. To save my nose, I'm going to start smoking crack cocaine. And luckily, I lived in a horrible neighborhood, so <laughs> all yeah. I had to do was walk outside and see somebody shuffling across my, my the front of my apartment complex. I'm like, hey, where's the crack at? She's like, you a cop? I'm like, nah. Okay. That's all <laughs> it takes, too, right? Yeah. I was like, nah. I'm like, <laughs> you know, if you cop, you got to say it. I'm like, I don't think that's how that works, but. Yeah. <laughs> Is that not how it yeah, works? Yeah, I don't, I, I you know, if you're a cop, you have to arrest me, right? Yeah, man, all right. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's <laughs> that. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure entire undercover operations have not been destroyed yeah, yeah. by... <laughs> like, he was like, wait a minute, are you a cop? Oh, drats. Why did yeah, I think yeah. that's entrapment? I'm like, yeah. you have to Damn tell it. me you're the a cop. The one question, no. right? Nah, uh, yeah, and so then once I hit that, I was like, oh, oh okay, okay. Now this is what I do now. yeah, yeah. This is amazing. This is this is my life. Next level shit. This is this is everything I do. Everything I make and everything I do is gonna be for this. Crack cocaine. This is all I do. Jesus. I am a crackhead. Uh-huh. And so that's when things started to deteriorate. That's when I started to burn bridges. 
that's when I started to not show up for shows. Mm. You know, that's when everything started to fall apart. That's when I was unable to sustain life. Mm. Like, I went from being a guy who was getting booked and respected to being a dude that lived in an alley, you know. Oh, so people knew now. Nobody knew. Oh, still nobody knew at this time? I mean, nobody. I, like, I'd piss people off, but not because I was smoking crack. Well, it was... Because you were because smoking of, crack, right, crack they but they didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. so they thought you were being like, an asshole. They thought I was just being an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, I mean, I understand that. I, you know, that's the thing, man. When you do shit and you 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 make mistakes and you fuck up, you can't sit there and dwell on it, you yeah. know? Um, you just got to, like, because I, I, there's clubs I can't work right now, you know, because of shit that happened, you know, because of drugs. Yeah. And I got to live with that. I mean, it's not the club's fault. Yeah. I'm, it's not anybody else's fault except me, you know? I'm the only one that has ever stood in my way. I'm the only one that's ever been um, a problem for me. So how long? Mm-hmm. So how long have you been sober now? Uh, at this point, eight months. Oh yeah. Oh, so when you did uh, fantasy football gets real, uh, you... why are you plugging your awful fucking web series? He was on that. Yeah. I know. If you but... don't know. He Jesus, was on man. fantasy football gets real. I believe episode seven, oh my God, yeah, seven yeah. or nine. It's on funnier dog. Go check yeah. it out. Anyway. Yeah, I was drunk. I knew you were drunk. Yeah, yeah I knew you were drunk. No, but I mean, I didn't do, I didn't do, I didn't do drugs before I went on stage. I couldn't, I couldn't do coke. Like every time I did coke, I was, I was by myself. Or yeah. like after yeah. the show, I tried to keep it away. Wow, so doing coke by yourself—that's another level. Yeah, There's I mean that's level, the yeah. that's the best way to do it. Oh, because you don't have to share. Yeah. Why would you share cocaine? Like I remember that's one time I did. Who, for the who love do you of bounce the your ideas off of? The whole Himself. You know, what up. ideas? Oh shit! <laughs> None of those ideas are good. I don't uh, need anybody to hear those ideas. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I would do coke and just play Call of Duty. That's it. Just do coke. Do coke or crack? Well, crack later. Okay. Mm. Once I started doing crack, I didn't do coke anymore. So, on um, what about the sketches that you put out? Were you were you were you doing crack then? Some of them, yes. Yeah. Some of them, yes. When I remember, you did one where it's like you play multiple characters. Yeah. Well, there's a few like that, but there's one specifically. And I remember you going, you talked to, I don't know if it was a shaman or a doctor or something yeah, like got that. It, no, yeah, I was a, I was a crackhead talking to a... Yes. <laughs> oh, shit. It was a yeah. crackhead. And I, yeah, I, there was one where I played a crackhead. Crack at that time? Yeah, I was on crack while I was playing crackhead. <laughs> Watch it. I was like, oh, man, he's on crack. <laughs> I <laughs> watched it. Had that. it to, yeah. you know, what you had going or you think it took away from... <laughs> nah, I'm joking. <laughs> it's, I'm a method. Uh, yeah, it's been a real method. For real. Well, the way that sketch come about, because I was telling my, um, I was telling my brother about, you know, what's going on with me. Yeah. And he's like, dude, I mean, I understand you're being real with me right now, but that shit is hilarious. Can we do a sketch? Oh about shit! Write it. <laughs> it right now. And then he was gonna play. Yeah. He was gonna play the crackhead. And of course. He... And I'm like, well, why don't I play the crackhead? I mean, yeah. I'm actually a crackhead. Yeah. And so then that's when we did that sketch, and then we did another sketch, and then the, the crackhead comes into that sketch. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. It's uh at least you were writing about what you know, you know. Crackhead but, yeah. sketches. Yeah. Fuck, dude. But I remember watching that on my phone and being like, oh, Ebo's on crack. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Never thinking that. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't have him on the podcast. So this crack yeah. stuff. So this crack stuff. I heard it's delicious. Yeah, it is. Very um But your nose is fine now. Yeah, so. my nose is fine. Uh the the I, I lost a ton of weight. 
It was uh Yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I lost like seventy pounds. People it's funny that people were like not hungry. People were on like on crack or on crack. Oh, like, okay, while okay. I was smoking crack. Right, I lost right. seventy pounds. Uh-huh. And it's funny. That makes sense. I don't know why I would be like, wait, on I went to, no, I went to the doctor and uh the nurse was like I was like, I was like, oh man, you're looking good, man. You're slimming down. You lost all the weight. Hey man, what are we doing? Keep doing it. I'm like, oh <laughs> fuck, you you ain't never lied. Yeah. <laughs> well, as long as it's prescribed. Yeah. Um, people were like, man, you're looking great. Said, like people, I go to the comedy store. I'm like, oh, you are looking great. You're slimming down. Yeah. Oh, What's up, man? Wow. Like, yeah. That's the thing about Hollywood, man. How, how and many? I was, literally, I was literally thinking that to myself. I was like, man, you know what? I'm gonna do this crack until I get under 300 pounds. How how, well, how much did you weigh at first? <laughs> Uh, I got up to like three. I got up to like uh three seventy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's when I'm doing coke because coke I can still eat. So. Oh, oh yeah. I figured you would. You would stop wanting to eat. So it wasn't until crack that you started losing the weight. Yeah, because I wasn't eating. Um, I was just smoking crack and finding ways to smoke crack. Like the thing about crack is like you smoke crack and then you figure out how to get more crack. That's your <laughs> only two things <laughs> oh, that you're shit. ever doing. Yeah. yeah. You know. You're smoking crack and then figuring out, like, okay, so now I'm out of crack. What do we need to do? You know? Yeah. I was, I was selling, I was selling merch at shows. I wasn't even performing at. I was, <laughs> just showing up. I was selling T-shirts. I was selling Ebo Comedy T-shirts, not even in an Ebo Comedy situation. Yeah. I, was, I got T-shirts in the back. You want to come at the gas station? I got T-shirts. You want, you want a T-shirt? Has my name on it. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. I, I was horrible at negotiating because of crack. You know what I'm saying? Like, T-shirt's $20. He's like, oh, I ain't got $20. What do you got? $5. I'll give you the shirts for $5. I'll give you all the shirts and my shoes. Oh, shit, dude, for $5. He <laughs> just needed that money. Just give me the fucking yeah. money. Yeah, dude, I was robbing myself, man. It's like my apartment just kept getting emptier and emptier. It's like everything. It's You're like, like TV. I'm, a, I'm a minimalist is what I am now. Yeah. It's like, you think that's like a, a, like a thing about this thing of ours? Like, um, like a, addictive personality? That and you have to have some kind of, uh, I don't know what, like demon or something or obstacle or some some people got tragedy in order to something um, to pull from from life. I to think to pull from, I guess, or because it's a it's a lot. I know uh, we everybody like all of us know a bunch of comics, right? And they're like the funniest light light up the fucking world. But then you know. Once they get out of comedy uh, club, they're just like, man, let me go fucking fight these demons off or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, 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 it's a common. I mean, you don't have to. I mean, it's not yeah. necessary. You know, that's just a part of life. A lot of people, like people that get stuck in addiction, they're just people that can deal with, uh, you know, the, their situation. Yeah. And they needed something. And like drugs and alcohol do what they're supposed to do. They were my like, they were they're what helped me live through my life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just the point. There came a point where the side effects outweighed what the medicine was supposed to do. Right. Yeah. You know, so when the side effects got a, when the side effects were like all my shit's gone, you know, like yeah, yeah. I got no friends. I didn't pissed off everybody. You know, I can't even go to my mom's house. Fuck. Yeah. You know, like that's it's time to stop taking that medicine. Mm-hmm. But for a while, the shit was working. You know, you can get and, a lot of stuff done. Cause that's the thing the, 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 Like a yeah. lot of people think A lot of people will talk about it, They'll be like Yo I got a drug problem I got an alcohol problem I'm like nah You got a you problem Yeah You the fucking problem The alcohol The reason you did that shit Is because it made you It made you work It made shit work yeah. for you You know So then once you take that shit away You gotta figure out how To live with yourself Yeah And a lot of people Don't find that replacement 
they think all that alcohol is gone. That was a problem. And they're still sitting there with the fucking problem because the problem is them. Yeah. And now it's just a question of me trying to trying to live with me and learning how to live with myself. Mm, Sober. Yeah. I mean, it's just me. I mean, I don't even say trying to live with myself sober. Just trying to live with myself. Me. Just life. Just. Yeah. They don't. They don't. See, my depression keeps me from feeling all those emotions and shit. You know. (laughs) Cause at the end, like what you're saying, like, like oh, I, I gotta learn how to live my life, and but my depression is like, it don't mean nothing anyway, dude. We're all gonna die alone. Who cares? You're like, yeah. I don't know what it is. Like that shit keeps repeating. But you don't have to. You it. don't have to do that. You yeah, don't have yeah. to live that way. I mean, yeah. you don't have to just. I'm. Dep- I got depression. That's it. You know, a lot of people just accept do their shitty situations. Yeah. Me. Yeah. At first, but then I, it didn't work. It, I didn't like the way it made me feel. I don't like being happy for no apparent fucking reason. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, I take yeah, the medication yeah. and all of a sudden I'll just be chilling. I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Why that am I in right such now? a good mood right this now? This shit is weird. weird. That has to yeah. change your comedy, too. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't want to take any medication that affected, you know, my mind. Mm. Because my mind is like, that's my tool. That's what I, that's... That's where my comedy comes from. Yeah. And so I just need to figure out how to live with my mind. How to balance the good so and I just the bad. Started, I started doing therapy, like just doing talk therapy. Yeah. And, you know, just working on my well, this shit. This is another session right now. Yeah. It's no, this is fucking dope, man. This is a podcast. Damn, I'm, I'm, really, yeah. Yeah, I'm really happy, bro, that you you, just, you came to fucking this little thing, you know. And, uh, this you little know. thing, hey. Well, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Second comic from L.A., it's been on this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have, we have Frank, uh, Frank Frank Castillo on uh, the, the last one and shit. Yeah, man. I know Frank, man. He's a good dude. We used to play. Yeah. Did you burn any bridges with Frank or not? <laughs> nah. Nah. I don't uh, think so. Oh, because no, what, Frank cause, said, no, cause what he you, said. Nah, nah, right. nah. <laughs> nah, I'm just fucking with you. Nah, but, uh, man. It's cool. Yeah. No, I mean, a, I, like, I, that's the thing, man. Like, anything that I've done, anybody I've pissed off, um, I'm not going to beat myself up about it. Yeah. What I'm going to do is... From the point me knowing forward, I'm gonna do the best I can to uh, to help that person achieve anything they want to achieve. To just be a positive person for that individual, because that's the only thing I can do right now. Yeah. I can't change the past. All I can do is be a better person moving forward. Do yeah. You think you feel that because you in your life you hit you felt that rock bottom, like this is rock bottom. There's always further to fall. Okay. Yeah. That's the I'm reason. I'm so, All right. That's, okay. That's, <laughs> no, I mean, I like. That's true. That's yeah. a, it is optimism because I didn't. I there are so many things that could have happened. Shit, I'm black, and there were times where I had decades worth of crack on me, and I didn't go to prison. Jesus, yeah. you know. I mean, because I that's didn't go. True. Yeah. Like, I didn't. I didn't go buy like like my first when I first go buy I'd buy hundreds of dollars worth of yeah. Crack and then go home. So you get caught with distribution, or they yeah. said you would distribute. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. So that didn't happen. That didn't happen to me, and that's a blessing. Yeah, especially because you know, you're over three hundred pounds. Yeah. Everybody like, yeah, sure you're smoking it. Yeah, it's like I'm gonna smoke this all. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> all right, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, hop in the back of the car. <laughs> Come on, Biggie Smalls, get yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, why don't you tell us about the crack commandments while we take you down to the. <laughs> Well, from your, from your theater background, you're definitely not the stereotype, you know, like, so, you know, if I can, uh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So, I, I don't know, like, how do you maintain 300 pounds on crack, you know, or whatever? That's fucking, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was, it was dripping away. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I started out 370. I ended when I was done. I was like uh, 305. Oh, and that shit. Was okay. How long I'm doing? 
That was like that was in a, a year span. No, I'm saying though, like if they caught you with crack, you're like, oh yeah, yeah. You're like you're not doing it. You're like, and I also got a theater background too. Yeah. You're like, oh, this guy is this guy's, what the <laughs> fuck, you know? He's like, and I got three million views on YouTube. <laughs> well, yeah, for the what is it, comedy time or yeah, comedy time, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's like the ice house. I mean, there's so many things that, that um, I never got robbed. I mean, I never got beat up. Well, that you one know? I could see not getting beat up. Yeah, I mean, well, it Let me fight matter. this 300 Anybody, pound six, six black dude. Dude, I mean, I could get jumped. I could get robbed. Yeah. I could get pistol whipped. I could get yeah. shot. I yeah. mean, I was dealing in people. I, I've seen people shoot at people. Like, and this is how crazy it was with the crack. Because <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker be shooting right up the block. Yeah. And that's where I get my crack. I'm like, pow, pow, pow. Like, shit. Like, let me call. <laughs> hey, you through. still you still over there? He's like, man, they're shooting over here, man. The cops is coming. So that uh, so, so should wait. I still come through or, nigga? No, I'm gone. Somebody got shot. The cops are here. Johnny, so should I wait about like thirty minutes or? <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> sure enough, I would walk around the block till the cops left, and then go right over there where people were shooting, because that's what I needed. Yeah, yeah, wow. and. And it's like I can't, I can't go back to that. I can't do that because I got too lucky. I got too lucky the last time. It's only a matter of time. Overdose. There was nobody. There was literally nobody my age where I was. You know, everybody was either super old or super young. And I was like, why the fuck? How come there's nobody my age? I'm like, oh, that's right. They're all in fucking prison or dead. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's right. like that's that's what that's that's how this thing works. Because everybody that was in the alley that was old had already been to prison, and the young kids they hadn't been to prison yet, you know. Yeah. And so I was an anomaly, so I shouldn't have been there. Yeah. And I, luckily, so you must I figured have stuck it out. Stuck out like a sore thumb. Yeah, I did. Especially talking like this. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. With all my teeth. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. wonder they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You do crack, yeah, yeah. sure. And you're walking over. Yeah, there you go. That's a perfect way to end it, right there. All right.